Yo, 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 what's going on, man? This is the No Labels Podcast. I am your host, Willie G, and I am with my co-host, Miss Audrey. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Maybe soon, Coach. You know how that go. You really, oh, you really trying to take my job. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna say this on camera so that you know what I'm saying. If she, if something come up and y'all see her picture and she's trying to cut me out slowly, this is recorded. You know what I'm saying? Is um, 
they get burned out. And when you get burned out, you know, hurt, um, when something is too much of church and not uh, right. focusing on family and not focusing on kids and not focusing on yourself. yourself yeah. You know what I mean? You have to focus on yourself and you have to be able to uh, be re-energized within yourself. And once you're able to re-energize and be healed within yourself, then you have something else. Yeah, that is, that is I mean, yeah. it's like, I'm not a pastor or nothing like that. Never desired to be, but I respect it. And it's yeah. like, uh, I mean, just looking at it from the outside, you can be lost, you know what I'm saying? In, in all yeah, that. You don't like, know who you are. You, 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 yeah. you, you be lost in that. Yeah. And I know you're big on mental health, so I know that's a huge, yeah. huge thing on mental health. Yeah, and, you know, um, my uh, childhood growing up, you know, we, uh, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in a I think uh, growing up in church, I think it teaches you what to do and what not to do. And so, you know, life is about experiences and learning. And so, uh, you know, it's something that is new, that is uh, different. It's something that is exciting. It's something that is exhausting. But, you know, I know that God has graced us. Whatever God has graced you with, you know, you're going to. Yeah. One thing that 
my childhood and, you know, being in church taught me was religion. But it wasn't until, you know, I got older that I learned the importance of relationship. And when I learned the importance of relationship, then I learned the importance of balance because, uh, there, you know, you could, you could be living a legalistic life thinking that, um, you are, you know, operating and walking in the Bible. But some of the things that, you know, we have learned, like you said, we have to unlearn because uh, for the simple fact of it's just not scripture, it's just not biblical. I don't think God has called us to lead a miserable life. You know? I, I completely call yeah. that. But you know what? I mean, I, I, ain't even, I ain't even want to dive into this, but since we're here, this, this, this is a good place to even uh, put in Talk about your love and soul fish. So what you talk about, like uh for those who don't know, uh Kimberly and Matthew is the creators of uh, the Love and Soul Fest in Savannah, Georgia. And talk to me this I'm gonna I'm gonna let her explain what it is, but but, <laughs> but it's dope because be, yeah, be, yeah. because it's like it's dope because you hear her, she's first lady, uh they're in ministry, but when you come to this love and soul festival. It's like you hear jazz, you hear you hear all you hear all different kind of music. Uh, these are Astor and his wife who, and it's like you, uh, they might bring comedians, and it's like they're showing like it's like they're showing a part of God that that is not shown in religion. It's like yeah. it's like showing yeah. people that God is not a system, a set of rules that yeah. that. I needed 
somewhere to be able to sing yeah. and perform. So I find that venue. So I said, hey, let's let's do this, man. You know, and uh, it just uh, it just launched into that. And, uh, and it was That that's what ministry is. 
about from plan and be, meeting that need, and giving God glory. That's love. Yeah. Yeah. Religion, in religion as a, like, 
God by something you religiously yeah. do. Like, I go to church on Sunday yeah. morning. Yeah. I go Wednesday night. It wasn't because of a religious religiosity. Yeah. You know what? You religiously do this. You were this week or here. We do this on this day. Yeah. You organically, just like you would meet somebody, you organically met God. Yeah. And so your your relationship grows. And the thing yeah. is, the thing is, like when I say religion, like I don't, I don't want people to confuse religion. Like the church is not the church is needed. Yeah. Religion is not the church. Religion right. is, is just. Yeah. What was you, you going to say? Something? Uh, I was just basically going to say, you know, uh, going back to the intention. You know, when when there's too much of something, what what ends up happening is it becomes an idol, and so mm-hmm. that's what that's uh sometimes the the system of church can become an idol. You know, because we have we have I not know. put Jesus at the center. Anything. Like, he's like, 
he, he don't got he don't got the most approachable yeah. he don't got the most approachable presence. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. But it's like, but it's like once you get that, but yeah, but it's like, but it's like, but but I'm so full of love for he really yeah, is. That's, that's, yeah. not, that's why I like that's why I like I salute him to the fullest because I met him in places where you don't see people. Yeah. And it's yeah. like dealing with Matthew is where is where I learned and even my friend Frank is pretty much where, where we begin to learn how to share the gospel. It's like you can sit all day in church, but when you go out there and meet people, it's uh-huh. like I mean they got they got blunts in their hands, yeah. they got liquor, and it's like Dealing with Matthew is like where I seen it, man. That's it's like yeah, the real yeah. life. It's like I like meeting authentic people like that, but sliding on through the uh, I, I want to talk about the uh, the love again initiative. Like what? Like what is it exactly? Like because I know you got a lot to do with mental health, so like why are you so passionate about like, so, mental health? Um, growing up in. Mental health, I just talked about it. Growing up in church, mental health was not talked about. In fact, it was very demonized. A lot of people who had uh, mental issues, um, you know, it, you were you were called as the opposite, not the good or the or crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I can't say Jesus no more. My mouth dry. My mouth is dry. Yes. And so, you know, I had a uh, a brother who struggled mentally. And uh, it was it was hard. It really questioned my faith. Uh, it was hard for my family. I, I think because we were so uh, devout. Why, you know, there was no deliverance, you know, uh, mentally, and unfortunately, it, it got to a situation where um, because we didn't move from the resources that were already out there for the community, and because it wasn't something that was spoken uh, in the black community also, as well as in the church community, uh, it took my brother having to actually choose this option. really come to the realization that yeah, he, he has an issue. And so um, I was always ashamed of that. That was kind of like always the, uh, the family like hidden secret. Yeah. Um, and I um, simply because it's something that is not talked about, you know, especially again in the black community. And so um, it took a couple of I was honestly, I was doing a monologue, and you know, I was asking God, you know, okay, God, um, what is, what is something? Who am I? What, 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 what am I supposed to be doing? Like this, this church, this is, this is great, but what is it that you're really calling me to? And um, I had to do some soul searching. Uh, I did a monologue. I, you know, I became vocal about that. Uh, and I don't know if y'all know Kate Casey. You know, she was. Was um, a fashion 
um, he uh, committed suicide at 13. Uh, then you have uh, Anthony Bourdain, who committed suicide. Ray Robin Williams. Robin Williams. The comedian. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it came out of nowhere. And then uh, I had a, a, a colleague of mine who uh, was very, very young. Uh, I never forget in the month of April last, uh, he died. And so, I was trying to, you know, I, all I knew is that I want to put out the beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I called uh, Augie, and uh, she's my writing coach. And so uh, she, she, she really, you know, pulled the layers. Please don't get What is your real story? Yeah. That conversation is still Yes. And mm-hmm. I was literally bawling. Good. I got to Yeah. I got to see you. I got to see you. I got to to see you. I got to see you. I got to 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 to
you put them in the front of school and give them lifelong friends. But yeah. to your point, like I have to really do that in all the things that we do at home. And it's almost like let's say you had pneumonia or bronchitis. That's not a lifelong illness. Yeah. But it's a very real illness when it's real. Yeah. And so people think that like if you like they almost like let people scared to say, I've dealt with mental illness because they think it's a like it's a sitting thing on you forever. Like yeah. it'll never go away. Yeah. Are you not time, like, or, you right? Know. But it's just like no. It's, it's almost like you're coming towards your excuse. If something happened, you had an injury. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not permanent. But I had to be hospitalized for this, yeah. or I had bronchitis. I had pneumonia. It's like no, I dealt with grief, and it's not a lifelong sentence of this illness. But I was ill with grief during this time. You know? mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people just they don't they don't know how to define a time in their life. And so much. As a, as a a part of mental illness, you know, um, I, I the grief for the is a very real one. If you don't know how to handle it, you are not yourself. You are a uh, mentally sick, you know. Um, if you just um exhausted, if you just are sleep deprived, you know what I'm saying, or if you if you have a change in your family dynamic, yep. Like yeah. we adopted, it was my twenty-fourth maybe. We adopted my parents adopted my cousin. He has cousin. Mother bipolar, and the cousin. She, I, I was thinking about when you were talking about um, the one where she was five years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. If something happens in the brain so much, even those formative years, because like she was born, it was fine, but um, his mother went through a lot of stuff during that like two to five, where he should have been learning how to walk. And so she had to be taught how to walk as struggle with stairs, you know, and you just never know how it's going to manifest, and it's just like, you know what, what he feels, and you know, and he, he had some, some, some physical issues where he had to be hospitalized and things like that, and all this time going on with his mother, he's hospitalized, he should have been learning some basic formative, yeah. how to hold things, how to walk, how to do different things, he's hospitalized, and dealing with this, so, and then he was 10 and 12 years old, and could barely walk a straight line without fumbling, you know, but like, he could not take like when that time he was like he was like walking, she didn't want to let him in. It was escalated terribly. Yeah. And it was just so interesting. You know, um, and it's just like my mom and I talk about it. Like he probably he probably has he probably get a, a, a diagnosis on his face with autism. But he in college now and he's a brilliant student. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, about autism. he's yeah. very quirky yeah. in his mannerisms mm-hmm. and things like that. But we just like we just call it his personality. We yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's real. I mean, but this this is yeah. actually dope. Not in the thing. Yeah. Because I've been to the To me, it sounds like you're coming to yourself. It's like, yeah. it's like you found identity. Yeah. And this this is this this, this this is what she is. Like. <laughs> this is her thing. I, I gotta give it to her now. Like it, it was like it was like, it was like I, I do believe that. Uh, it's an identity crisis. It's like my first audition for Mr. Charles. I mean, I'm so proud yeah. of loving yeah. his class. So, to be a part of All edit points. Edit points, Charles. <laughs> is this where the edit comes in? But it was like, I'm doing my job. It sounds, it sounds. But I love it. I love her so much. Listening to the song, and, I, and I'm going to plug the link underneath, but listen to the song because I definitely want to get out. But uh, it sounds like you're coming to yourself. It sounds like, okay, 
uh, found your place, you found your comfortability, and it's like you're loving you again. Most important, you're loving you. You're loving you again. You're loving life, and it's like even even with Audrey, like uh, Audrey, good words. She is a good. Uh, she is a good. Yeah, I said it. She she is a good writer too. You know what I'm saying? She alright, but but it was like I always pay attention because. I don't uh I don't have people in my life. I told Audrey when I when we first started, like uh Audrey and Charles, it was like I'm grateful for them because it was like uh I done been in situations where, you know, people be around people and, and they and they don't, you know what I'm saying? They basically don't care about what you're doing. Yeah. It's like I never like neither one of these two have to. They just they 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 seen the vision and and they, and they latched on, and they, and it's like, it's hard to find people like that. But it's like, with, but, but, but with Audrey, she is a writer's coach, but I don't think she knows that because, like, it was like, the Holy Spirit showed me why Audrey came into my life. And I'm thinking, writers, editing, you know what I'm saying? Writers, editing that, but really, Audrey came into my life and helped me find my life. It was like, she, she's almost an identity. But she whether she know it or not, it was like. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the thing. But I want. I, I want to. I, I want to hear from you before we uh before we head out. Because uh, uh, something give me the elbow. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I want to hear what the song means to you. And I want. And uh, I want to like talk about identity crisis that's going on. Yeah. With people of faith, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know this this goes on. So song. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say like. I'm gonna just sit back and let you go on this. Tell me what y'all think about that first the identity crisis, and then uh, I want to hear like what does that for me mean to you? And this, how y'all feel about that? Well, I think um, Educate and tell them who they are and, and, and who we 
have we have a uh, and I'm not trying to step on this toes, but we have a government and we have a system that is telling them who they are, and because you know we don't know our real identity and our true identity, identity one Christ and identity in ourselves, then that's where some of the mental issues come in. That's where some of the uh, the the institution of family. That's where you see the breakdown um, in. That's where you see the psychological, the, uh, the the social, as well as the emotional uh, barriers come in. And so, basically, that for me was um, my first self awareness of who I am, and that you know. And the little things, because, you know, I, I struggle with anxiety in life. <laughs> I'm a very black and white type yeah. of person. So, I, I, you know, I had to cut, you know, I had to develop or go through my own journey of saying, hey, Kim, you know, yeah, you're a little abnormal. Yeah, you are a little weird. But that's okay because, yeah, because we all serve suffer. And, you know, I'm very quirky and I'm very, you know, I, I, I'm i very goofy and I like to, you know, kind of, yeah, I try to put humor to it. But, you know, I think that when you pull back those layers and be able to understand and have a self-awareness of who you are, uh, again, I go back to who you are as in Christ as well as who you are as a people and that you are dope, that you are royalty. That you are king's kid, that you are the head, and you're not that you are the, uh, not the tip, that you are above, you are uh, not beneath, that you are the lender, that you're not the bar. Then why not clap for yourself? Okay. You know, it's a play on words. You know, it's not waiting for society, it's not waiting for everybody else to pass you on your back. No, why y'all trying to figure out? You know, I'm gonna celebrate my dope. I'm gonna celebrate. You know. Who I am. I'm not gonna allow you to put me in a box. I'm gonna clap. That's, that's fine. I mean, right before I'm gonna argue this, this is crazy. But like, uh, my uh, past you always say, uh, orphan mentality. Like, a lot yeah, of people, like, a lot of people, it's real. A, a lot of people yeah. have an orphan. It's like if you know, if you if you really know that you're that you're a child of God, it's like. That's what true motives that came from. Like this, how, how all this began. Like, how all this began is God showed me. Mm-hmm. Over, over a period, like over a period of time, it was like you basically going, okay, like, okay, I see what you're doing. My name on it, but I, I'm not. You like I was doing this. I said it in, in the last podcast. But in all reality, put in lame terms, I was really finessing, which uh, a lot of Christian artists yeah. are yeah. doing. It is basically they 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 do their thing. And they and it's like, but it's like, but it's like, uh, it's 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 an orphan mentality, and it's like you can see it all over social media. Like, there's nothing wrong with promoting yourself. I tell people promote, promote your stuff until they either gonna support you or delete you. I believe in that. You know what I'm saying? I believe in that. But make sure that in you, because no one knows this, and no one can say, no one can look on Facebook and say, oh yeah, they they need this. No one, only you know. Where you where you doing it from? It's like, are you doing this from a place? 
hey, look at me. Oh, are you doing this? Because I, I love what I do. I'm doing my business. Saying I'm cool. Yeah. Whether you like it, share it. I'm cool right. with it. Like, what? And, and not to not to cut you off, but you know, you know, paparazzi. You know, we, we promote all of these, you know, independent consultants and you yeah. know, other, other brands and stuff like that. Why not promote? promote and yes. do, hey, I, I, I tell you that business, but promote your business. I don't care. Yeah. You know, promote yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah, okay. promote yeah. you. But I tell people that listen, I don't care. Hey, people gonna hear regardless. But it's like, like I be telling people, make sure when you do it, that you doing it from a healthy place. That's all I say. Because at one point in time, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that's where the danger comes. It was like you doing it trying to prove a point. And it's like you doing it. Yeah, it's like true. it was like I don't. Want, that's 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 basically what my heart is. People like listen. I'm just telling y'all my truth. Like you know what I'm saying, I'm telling y'all that I was. And then y'all can hold against me because I'm telling y'all what right. I do. What you think about uh, Miss Identity Queen? Then after that, after, after this, we're going to put the keys on down. I want you to And the cat for me. Yeah. It's definitely the monologue. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't practice. I think that is honestly, I think that's the root of everything. I really believe that. Because God created everybody with purpose. Like your purpose for you, like your purpose is your reason for being here. You are like a spiritual purpose assignment with the body wrapped around you. You know, that whole identity theft is what the devil has been using since the garden. You know, you know, and so he comes to Eve and just like because he said, God gives man this earth, rules of doing have dominion. So there is a desire put there by God for every man to control something, to dominate something, and that is God. Yeah. But if you don't consult God for where you're supposed to dominate, what's your you're gonna to try to pull that control wherever you can get it. That's what you guys say, so like the governmental thing, the little slavery thing. The people like they they were we were built for dominion. But if you don't consult your creator, then you don't know where you're supposed to lead. I think even too, we were talking a little bit earlier about some of the things going on now in the nation, you know, where people got all these emotions and don't know where to aim them. So you got looting, you got burning going on. It's just like I think it's people, I really think it's a people with lack of you know, if you don't know what your purpose is, you don't know how to serve. You don't know where to be impacted. You know, so um, I think if anybody's for the, talking about the church climate network, man, your best contribution will come through your purpose, whatever you're supposed to do. So it's only natural that this is just another branch off the love again. It's only natural that I'm writing more because I'm writing when we're not in crisis. You know? It's only natural that we're doing a podcast now to talk about these You know, and this is the thing when you when you twist your purpose, when you understand what it is, it, it comes with a confidence. It's like, you know what God gave you this. The world didn't give it to me, the government didn't label it to me, God made me this. And so the only person that outranks me in that is God. You know, um, but if people don't know that, they're gonna look to all these other sources for validation. But if God gave it to you, it's the only one who can truly validate you in your identity because we find it. So many people are looking for validate identity validation on Facebook, on well, social media, from government, from even parents, from family members, from boyfriends, from wives, from husbands, from children. I've seen so many mothers' identity gets lost in their children. You know, it, so it happens. But at, at the end of the day, your identity is validated through your creator and the one who gave it to you. And I think that honestly, I really believe that 
an identity issue. Because these people haven't, uh, they don't know what their identity is. Um, and so they're, they're, they accept whatever sounds good, looks good. That was working for her. Maybe I'll try that. Or maybe, oh, he did a podcast. Let me try to do a podcast. If he was creative for that, it would work for him. That same thing might not work for you. And it might kill you. You know, different things like that. But I think that the church, so many church people are trying to find their identity in a, in a pastor, a single person, or in a speaker, you know? Um, but only God can reveal your identity to you and validate you the times where it's like, is this good enough? Is this like God, God will just trust me to do it, you know? But if you consult anybody outside of God for that validation, internally, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know? Even if it's a little bit right, where it, even if, and that could be dangerous, somebody who validates if I validate you with something that God has called you to, but you don't still, you still don't have a relationship with God, you're gonna keep coming to me for validation. Like people that continually pull on their pastor. The pastor is only supposed to connect them. I want to pass the stressed up. And that's why I'm yeah. telling you. But again, that's Real. that that God said so. Right. How many things I have still to make you feel back later if that's what the first pastors that are still Bible, they're imbalanced because a lot of people are going to they're pastor for what they should be going to God right. for. And right. so they're heavy and they're weighted and they're trying to teach people to kind of level. So I think if people could speak with God and directly consult their creator yeah. and get that validation directly from him, first of all, you, you wouldn't be seeking from everywhere else. You wouldn't have time to be in other people's business. There's yes. so many things that will align for you once you have that. But if you misalign with God, you're going to miss it. So many people go their whole lives. It's why you exist. But if you didn't give yourself life, then it's like you can't even say to yourself what you're doing. You have to consult the creator. You know? If I take my Honda to Lexus, they can give me, because they understand cars, but they don't, they didn't make this one. So I need to take it back to a Honda creator, Honda dealership. You know what I'm saying? It's those little things. It's, 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 the, the devil is really subtle. So he'll give you just enough proof. To make you feel like you are right, but you're only gonna get full of the truth from God. That's part one of the series. Part two next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah, dope. That was fun. Yeah. But that was, like you, that's it. Yeah. Clap for me. The lyrics, you know, it's just like I remember. Um, even on one of those episodes we were talking, I was like, I can't write a song for you. I can write. Or I could help you write better lyrics because the ones that God gives you directly, you're going to latch on to those a little bit better. They'll be more aligned with your identity. Because if I write for you, it's going to be a little bit of my identity. You're going to have a hard time connecting. And and that's one thing that I can say about um, this this whole process and this whole uh, experience with uh, this particular uh, single, this particular project. Uh, it's something, one, it has been a journey to get to this um, to this point, and two, it's something that I, I'm able to identify with, you know. Uh, like, you know, uh, we're songwriters. We, you know, we write, we write songs, and every song has uh, served a different purpose in our life or a different season, and we are able to identify with it. But um, literally, this song, Clap for Me, is a celebration and a dream. 
And so it's one of like my, you know, it's in my car now, you know, or it's, it's, uh, I love riding my bike. So, you know, it's something that I really enjoy. You know, I really have embraced that process. And because I embraced the process, I think I'm uh, in love with the end process. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and just to go back on what you were talking about with purpose, you know, uh, somewhere uh, along the line, uh, I've heard that uh, some of the, uh, if you want to see where potentially it goes to the moon, something of that nature, you know, uh, go to, yeah, yeah, some of the, some of the places, the, uh, the, is it like the best potential or waste of potential or something like that? So it was like the, the wealthiest, the wealthiest yeah, place, the wealthiest place, place on earth. And it's like your purpose is just that, you know. Um, and it's for who it's for. Like, like you, you just um, like said something amazing example, like Beyonce. Like her purpose is performing and things like that, you know. But that, but there's no need for her to be a politician. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I know my lane. I stay there and focus. I don't know how deep it can go as deep as God wants it to go or as deep as God wants it to go. But if you start to try to, well, this oh, wow, let me try to be Oprah or let me try to be Barack Obama. Like, no, 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 those are their things. You know? And I think for, one thing I know I encourage myself with when I see people who are on these huge levels, like an Oprah level or Beyonce level, like, I don't, I'm encouraged by it because I truly believe that whatever God called me there's something that I do as well as she does it today. There's something that I do as well as whoever my favorite person doing their thing is. I have something in me that I'm as good at as they are as their thing. It's my job to cover that thing and make sure God, like, how can we maximize, how far can we take that? But not trying to be somebody else. But like, be inspired. Don't get, don't start hating. Don't get, don't get discouraged by other people's success. Yeah. Like, if they got that, there's something in me that's just as powerful and potent as that thing. And so so I turn into myself and I'm gonna speak out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, okay. No, 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 you fight no, you you really beat with it. I do wanna uh one thing about that. I, I want you to tell the people about your monologue. Okay. Uh uh but it was like just on that just my uh, final note once you know, it's like, it's like, you got to ask yourself, do you want what you want because you want it, or are you trying to prove this to the world? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got, I mean, there's different levels. Like, everybody's not meant to be on Beyonce's level. Everybody's not meant to be a super entrepreneur like Gary. Right. Not saying you can't, but it's like, Gary, I, I got this from Gary B. You know what I'm saying? Crazy white boy, he cool, though. I like him. It's like, you got to ask yourself, okay, you want to be, you want to, okay, you want to, or rap or on that level, you gotta you gotta sit back because even in the Bible it say count the cost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like okay, if you want to reach to this level, then sit back. This is, this is what it's gonna take. Okay, it's gonna take all night, early mornings, sacrifice, 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 and literally the people at that level work harder than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? It was like so. Do you want that or do you want to be more? Like, I want to be successful to the point where, like, because I, I tell people now, like, my favorite example is Toby New England. You know what I'm saying, like, 
if you know him, you know him. If you don't, you won't know who he is. But currently he is but but currently he is selling out tours and it's people who don't never heard of him. Yeah. But he but he said like you can sell out tours now and like far as mainstream, they don't know who you is. But you living your best life. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. And it's like,
with what I have given you. You have to use the things I've given you. You have to use this with that. And so it has uh, allowed me 